this is episode 271 on October 4th, 2018. Set your photo apps down, iPhone photographers. It's time for Tiny Shutter Podcast. Greetings, everyone, and welcome to the Tiny Shutter Podcast, where we talk about iPhone photography and other things. I'm Joseph Ferreira. I'm Dave Podner. I'm Greg McMillan. And Matt is muted. <laughs> Matt, you there? I don't think Matt's there. Uh-oh. <laughs> we lost Matt. We lost Matt. Uh, and Matt Hoffman will join us shortly. How are you guys doing? Let's start with you, Greg. I'm doing really good. I uh, got my new iPhone XS Max on Monday. Nice. And uh, really like it. Um, I didn't have the 10, as everybody knows. I had the 8 Plus, so I'm going to the new, um, you know, the new gestures and everything else. But I find they're so intuitive that it's just, you know, second nature already. Nice. Uh, and and it didn't take long. Uh, <laughs> the funny thing is I pick up my 8 Plus now and I want to swipe up to... <laughs> to open like to go to the home screen so uh it, it just you know it, it's it's that intuitive that it's um uh it, it's so easy to use and the you know the app switching and things like that are i find them so much easier now really but um uh yeah it's it's really nice i'm really really liking the screen I, i've never had a phone with an oled screen before so um i took it out today for a drive um we went out looking to see how the leaves were turning around here, and they're not prime yet, so I didn't really try to get some, you know, good photographs, but rather just kind of some snapshots to, and I took both phones to compare, you know, one to the other, and the um, the Max has so much better, um, it does so much better with the auto HDR, which you can turn off, by the way, but with the auto HDR, it uh, it just gives you so much more detail in some of the darker areas. And the one shot in particular I took of our dog, we took our dogs with us, and we have a black and white dog. And, the well, she's kind of gray and white but because she, she's getting older. But the, the where, where her fur is black, <clears throat> I got a lot more detail in there. And then... With the eight plus, some of the whites in her on her legs got blown out, whereas the Max just exposed it perfectly. So, uh, really happy with how that's working. Um, really haven't tried it with too much else. So I did I did take a picture of some mums that I come across um, walking the dog this morning, just in the neighborhood, and I put one on Instagram, and I just cannot get over the clarity and the and the detail and how it picks up the texture of of the of flowers or anything like um you know a tree trunk or some moss or anything like that it just oh it just it's just blowing me away so i'm pretty happy with it nice yeah i like those i i you know i thought maybe you were being a little cheeky when uh you said mums and like the british say for mothers walking mm-hmm. their dogs and i'm like oh a little yeah chrysanthemums there, huh? <laughs> <laughs> yeah that's what we just call them around here <laughs> <laughs> oh yeah that's cool um 
<laughs> oh no, it looks like uh, Matt is having connection problems again. So he'll he'll get back hmm. on. Um, Dave, how are you doing? Uh, doing good. Uh, survived the latest run, so still here in one piece. Um, got some pretty good see, uh, cityscape photos from early morning. Uh, we're nice low uh, sun in the morning to get. It was almost almost that um, sunset glow, but in the morning where you had that kind of rosiness yes. to the sky. Yes. And it was, it, it just turned out really well. Um, had to do a little bit of processing just because of, well, one, I wanted to get kind of the shot of the, uh, the, um, the buildings that were in shadow by one. I wanted the boost up to shadow a little bit to get a full scene. And another one I took almost right after it, but I wanted a picture where the buildings in front were more of a, um, a silhouette to get for that. So I had to do a little processing on that, but now that's one thing, Greg, when have you tried to see how the, um, the new phone has done with really low light? Cause I hear that's one thing they made some improvements because the sensor being so much bigger and the actual individual, um, elements being so much better. Yes, I did take some, um, I think it was last night. It was right around dusk. Let me see, what time was it? It was about 20 to 8 here, <clears throat> and I'm not sure what time the sunset would be. Let me check. And anyway, um, I just pointed it up this street and was really pleased with the way it turned out. Um, <clears throat> excuse me. I'll put I'll put it on Instagram. And I'm just trying to see when sunset is. So sunset's at seven o'clock around here now, and this was at um, uh, seven thirty-seven. So it was just before dusk. Okay. So, but you know, I I'm really kind of perplexed at this. Um, lens flare that I got in this image that I'll, I'll I'll post it sometime tonight as we're doing the show here, and um, mm. it has the the typical green dot um, you know little mm-hmm. anomaly that you get in the iPhones right, but on the street lights in this image, there there's like a um, what do you call it the uh, uh, Abrams um, flare that you'd see in the movies, but it doesn't go horizontal. It's actually on about a 45 degree angle. Hmm. So it's really weird. But now that being said, the the picture itself. Wow. It it is. um, You could see the clouds in the sky still uh, as well. You know, you could see the, um, you know, some of the trees on, on the sides of the image are uh, silhouetted. But there's houses where you can still see some of the detail in the houses, uh, the trees, and the, the road itself. So, yeah, I'll, I'll get this on Instagram, and I'll let you know when I've got it there. <clears throat> you can have a look at it. It's really cool. Yeah, that is cool. So but I think it does a really good job of low light. Cool. Nice. Yeah, I know that, um, like, t- uh, today at work we had a um, – it's part of our customer service week. We have a Jenga competition in oh, our nice. department. 
Um, and the thing is, it, it takes all day because oh, wow. just because, you know, it's like, okay, well, here's the first name, first person's eliminated, and we have, I think, six people to go through all together. So it takes all day to do it. But the first game, I did a slow motion video of the first elimination. And, you know, look, I, when I'm looking, I'm like, yeah, it's, you know, the slow motion video takes a little bit more um, light than a normal video. So when I'm looking, I'm like, yeah, it looks a little grainy, but, it, you know, I, it doesn't look too bad. And I'm showing it to people and they're like, wow, this is amazing. <laughs> oh, I love this. Oh, and and, and because of the sl- slowing down of the audio, you hear the, it sounds like a, almost a cinematic um, collapse of a building instead yeah. of just these Jenga pieces. Yeah. So it's kind of like, oh, yeah, I guess that compared to what other people are maybe used to or even trying to push with their phone, that's, yeah. <laughs> and we're all, we're also our own worst critic. So well, true, when, we, yeah. when we look at our own stuff, we're like, ah, I could have done better. But then people look at it and go, oh, dude, you're amazing. That is so awesome. How did you do that? And you're like, oh, yeah, actually, it's not my best, but, you know. <laughs> yeah. And it's not trying to be false modest it's just a matter of like you said you're able to pick out the 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 problems with the image before anyone else can right but yeah other than that um like i said this past weekend was kind of the first big fall race of the year and was able to get some early pictures there and um a couple of crowd shots not too many and the day before went to a uh local it's a celebration of the town's glass blowing or glass making history. Um, saw a couple of nice things with people actually creating glass, but most of it was more of a normal, you know, small town fair type thing with tons of stuff you shouldn't eat on it. Mm, yeah. Uh, but one thing that's nice is our, um, we met up with a couple of friends and their daughter and were able to get a couple of good photos doing that in the portrait mode. Um, like I said, certain kids, I think most kids are just photogenic anyway. Uh, but some of the photos, that, especially like I said, the portrait mode just turned out really well. Nice. Yeah. Yeah, I had a... Uh... You know, I, I had an interesting week. I, you know, was working and um, I ended up doing some images of my kids, uh, capturing them at the park, having fun. And yeah, I had my my middle daughter sitting on one of the uh, those uh, things that you can rock back and forth on at the park. And I had my wife hold her hair back and my son came up, was pretending like he was blowing. Uh, and I, and it was funny because she had her eyes open at first. I said, sweetie, just, you know, close your eyes and, uh, to kind of add to the effect. And it, it, it looked pretty, uh, funny. I'll have to crop. Unfortunately, you know, her hair is going to be cropped out a little bit because my wife's hand is in the picture, but, uh, you know, just getting the kids to act, act a little bit and pose is, is some fun. And then the, uh, the other part of the week when I'm at work, I was using my, my camera a lot for basic, like, um, sort of recordings, like, 
so I, I had to build out a fiber ring this week, and which meant that I had to go from one spot to another, making some changes to the documentation or looking at, uh, you know, if there's a problem with the fiber. And so I ended up, I took some, you know, pictures of the screen of my uh, meter that I was using. But then also when I had to relabel things, I'd take a picture of what it was before, before I erased it in case I made a mistake <laughs> and I could put it back. And, um, you know, just little stuff like that. I was using my phone a lot for, um, for capturing, you know, it, it helps when you can go back and, and look at things, especially if you're not sure you're, you're wanting to make sure you're doing everything right. And, you know, you don't want to mess up some documentation, which, you know, the, when I started the project, the engineer messed it all up for me, and uh, it didn't make sense. And he says, oh, yeah, I, I copied and pasted things, and I didn't edit my pastes. I'm like, great. I just wasted a half day. You know, thankfully, it wasn't all my fault. But, uh, but yeah, so I'm, I'm looking forward to this weekend to have a little bit of time off. My wife and I just had our 14th uh, wedding anniversary this week. And so we're going to drop the kids off and with grandma and grandpa and try to, you know, have some time to ourselves and do things and, you know, try to relax and not have all the screaming and the fighting. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, congratulations. Congrats, yeah. Yeah. So, yeah, she's put up with me for 14 years already. Uh, poor thing. Well, you know, f funny thing you mentioned anniversary. Um, our dear friend in is, is he in australia or new zealand oh, craig yeah. ellis craig 10 years yes wow and so <laughs> i put a comment in uh, on his uh, instagram post um i said on on behalf of the tiny shutter podcast crew uh you know ha happy birthday craig <laughs> and then i said that i said oh just, just kidding i said uh, you know happy uh happy anniversary you know and you know some you know nice comments and that yeah. and then he come back and said a little later he says well funny thing my birthday's tomorrow yeah. <laughs> so, actually by now it is yeah. his birthday so happy birthday, happy birthday craig, Ellis. craig. <laughs> that's a long so uh, for those that's of a you, long standing joke yeah yeah <clears throat> yeah we've been wishing craig a happy birthday just about every day <laughs> yeah it, it's funny, you know, the, the genesis of it all was um, Craig had a birthday coming up and he's basically a day ahead of us being in Australia. And so we're like, oh, wait, is this his birthday today or is it tomorrow? Or did he already have it? And it was yesterday. And so we'd always say, well, uh, in any case, happy birthday, Craig. And they got to be where we would do it every week. And uh, yep. just, just so that we wouldn't miss it. That's awesome. <laughs> yeah, because he's quite often he's in the chat room and, and uh, you know, God bless him. He stays up late or gets up early to uh, to listen in sometimes. So, yeah, but he's not he's not with us tonight because it's, he's probably celebrating his birthday and, um, you know, happy birthday anniversary. <laughs> That's right. All right. Very cool. All right, well, let's go ahead and uh, move into our news. So let me pull up the soundboard and play this. No! 
So this was a interesting week for news when it came to the iPhone. Uh, there was a little bit of a controversy, of course. Every rendition, every version of the iPhone has to have a gate behind it. And, uh, and you know, what, what were some of the first ones? There was the bend gate. Um, yeah. There uh, was battery gate. Battery gate. Oh, yeah. Oh, reception. Oh, yeah. The reception uh, was an antenna gate. Is that right? The antenna yeah. gate, yeah. Yeah. Yep. And yep. You're, you're not holding it right. Um, yeah. Ben yeah. gate. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> there always, every, it doesn't matter what it is, there has to be some sort of a controversy. And uh, to uh, our surprise, it it happened again. Well, actually, it's not a surprise. But, um, so the, the, uh, I think it was after our last show, uh, there was a YouTube, um, video that was put out and some people had complained before. I never really picked up on it until the YouTube video. And it was from, it was through Petapixel. And the guy on there was talking about how the selfie camera was doing more processing to where it was over-processing the images to, like, uh, make skin blemishes go away, make it more perfect skin or something like that. What do they call it? Beauty gate? Is that what, it, what they coined it as? Yeah. Um, and this should should be noted that this was just in portrait mode from the selfie yes. camera too. Yes, portrait mode, selfie camera, and this was uh, this was last week or, or or this weekend that this kind of all came out. And and so I was like, yeah, you know, I can understand it. He he, he took five camera or five iPhones and did examples of the selfie. Uh, camera and, and you know you can see it a uh, little bit of what he was talking about uh, but then later on I guess we had some other articles came out that were kind of debunking it so I thought it would be good to kind of talk about a little bit of what's what's going on but then also see what the other side had to say about that so all right so uh, who wants to uh, jump in here and kind of take the reins on this one well i'll i'll jump in first and just say that <clears throat> there is no bend or there is no beauty gate what and by I'm that robbed. i mean <laughs> excuse me by that i mean um they are not apple is not adding any kind of filter to the image when it is taken with the selfie camera in portrait mode. Um, uh, well, there goes the long minutes of talking. Hey, oh, <laughs> yeah, I know. Eh? <laughs> we have to have content, the, man. Come on, how can it yeah, not be true? I know. Well, uh, Sebastian Dewitt from um, one of the Halide guys. He's the design guy from the Halide. There's the uh, Ben Sandowski. He's the basically the, the guy behind the code and uh, Sebastian does the uh, the design of the app but he knows the meat and potatoes of it just as well as, as Ben does I think so they they have a uh, um, 
a blog, and they talk about the uh, iPhone XS, and they get into this whole thing about computational photography and, you know, with the, the chipset and all the stuff that's happening behind the scenes with with each tap of the shutter on the iPhone XS. I mean, you have the, um, you know, it, it'll uh, over and under expose a shot. It'll get fast shots to freeze motion and retain sharpness across the frame. and It just does all these things. And when it does the the selfies, it's obviously looking for face detection. And the long and short of it is this, is that it's um, it smoothens, and, and they put quotes around this. It smoothens things for two reasons. Better and more aggressive noise reduction due to merged exposures. So, I mean, the, these things are taking multiple exposures at the same time. Or, I mean, very, very, very quickly and merging them together to, to give you the best image. And this has been happening, from, to my knowledge, since the 5S. Hmm. But I don't think it's ever been to this extent. And then the, the other reason that um, it looks like it's smoothened is because the, merge, the merged exposures reduced... Um, the reduce the sharpness by eliminating sharp light and dark contrast where light hits parts of the skin. So if you know, skin is textured and right. there's going to be light and dark parts of the skin as, as minuscule or as, as small as these, these areas may be. Um, but it's eliminating this contrast um, and it's by reducing the sharpness. So it looks like it's been smoothed over. Ah. Do I agree with all this? No, I don't agree with, I don't think, I don't, I hope Apple fixes this. I, I, I'm not keen on it. And, you know, Mark Sadowski, he has the 10S as well. And he um, kind of put it in our chat on Facebook Messenger about about some of this too, about how you know this just didn't seem right. right. And I gotta agree with them because <clears throat> I finally had a chance to take a couple of myself and look at them. And I mean if you look at them from a distance it's not bad, but as soon as you zoom in on the image, it is so noticeable that it's crazy. Hmm. And I I just think that I think Apple should find a way to fix this and I'm, I'm hoping they do but i mean apple is apple they're gonna do things their way right yeah and well, i oh go ahead dave go ahead i was saying yeah i mean you hope they can fix it but if this was a simple filter that would be an easy fix but this sounds like you're going to have to dig into the algorithms and deal with the equations of how things are actually combined and manipulated. And then knowing you're going to have to test the uh, test it up the wazoo, because if you make a change here, how's that going to affect this situation and that situation and this other situation? So this is, like I said, if it was a filter, they could tweak the filter, but being this ingrained into almost design of, and I almost hate to call it a camera anymore. We're actually getting to the point where 
trying to wrap our head. And I think Google's done this with some of the, maybe the pixel phones more than anything else that it's, we no longer can go. Well, at one time we had these things which had film on them and a light hit it and it showed, you know, the film got hit with the light and you developed it. Then, Oh, then we switched it to, you have sensors in the back and it's pretty much the exact same thing, which is some minor tweaking. Now it's like, there's a sensor there, but there's so much computation and multiple shots and combining shots going on. It's almost, it's really hard mentally to put a, your mind around what's actually going on. Not even with, oh, this is a special HDR time that we're going to actually take the multiple shots, but every shot is, it, it, it works. And you can correct me, but everything I've read is, it still works. You hit the button, you take the photo, boom, it's instantaneous. Even with, you know, with the new phone, but it's, there's so much computation going on in the background. There's, it's almost like a, um, the shift from driving a stick shift to an automatic. There's sure. so much behind the scenes computation going on to say, well, we need to tweak this, which they do. If you look at the results, they need to tweak it. They have to be careful. They're not going to break 15 other things by trying to tweak this one thing, though. Yeah. Yeah. And the the 10S is actually buffering before you even take the shot. Yeah. Um, I mean, that's how live photo works. So I imagine it's probably similar in this case. Now, one thing I haven't noticed, mind you, I haven't tested it really is or i haven't even heard about it i haven't heard that this is happening with the rear-facing camera in portrait mode as far as uh, i know it, it it isn't because the biggest problem it looks like tends to be when the light is not if it's if it's bright light it, you don't notice it but if it's a little bit darker and generally i think with the a the front-facing camera is not as good in terms of light gathering is the back. Uh, most people do not heavily light their face when they're doing a selfie. Mainly because, you know, kind of blind yourself when you're trying right. to look at the camera too. Versus, <laughs> you know, trying to take a picture. Like if I'm taking a picture of someone in portrait mode with the rear facing camera, there's a good amount of distance between us. Um, so there a good chance they're well lit versus me just holding it up at arm's length away and trying to get a shot off your lights generally not going to be as good the cameras, you know, the light sensing doesn't seem to be as good on the front versus the back. Um, so I think the smoothing is much more noticeable that way is, do you think Apple is trying to. Uh, trying to make sure that people have the best images that they have by doing all these processes for um, for people is is that the motivation? You know, because I think so. I think they're. The, I think they've always tried to give you the best image possible. Um, I mean, they do that by trying to use the lowest ISO and the highest shutter speed combination when when you're using the right. um, the uh, the native camera app right of course with with uh, 
an app like Halide, you can overwrite that and go full manual. But right. um, they're they're definitely trying to give you the. I think they're always trying to give you the best best image possible. Yeah, it. I I understand. You know, because most people aren't going to try to override the camera uh, functions. There, most people are just going to want to take the shot. And and so basically, this this wasn't aimed at what at us, you know, the people who are listening to this podcast, or you know, this is something that is for the general public. And a lot of times, if it's for the general public, that means they don't give you the option of turning it off, because uh, <laughs> you know, it, most people don't understand basic uh, photography. Um, you know, just just the basics of photography. So, if if for some reason they gave us a chance to to uh, kind of turn it off, then people would accidentally turn it off and go, "Oh, this thing is terrible! I can't believe Apple would put this type of product out." You know, this <laughs> mm-hmm. they can't even it can't well, even also, take a good picture. The, as they mentioned in the Halide uh, article, if you do shoot in normal what they call, I guess, normal raw because Apple tweaks their raw image yeah. to know, oh, we're going to do this processing, so we're going to do our raw image this way so after processing it looks good. So if you look at the raw image, it looks really bad apparently. Yeah. But Halide has the ability, and I think other cameras will have this too. I, I don't know if others do or not. The, there may be tons out there and people listening to podcasts saying, well, how about this map and how about this? I haven't heard of it yet, but they have their own, I think they're calling it smart raw process where they're taking the raw photo and outside of Apple's normal way of handling raw Yeah, to make something that looks that, you know, is better off than, or at least some of the examples, of course, you know, I know they're trying to sell their product and show how much better you can take photos versus that. But yeah, so. Okay, so the smart there, be a is for it, Halide, yeah. it's not an Apple thing? Correct. Okay. Correct. Okay. Yeah, yeah. So if you take a raw photo in another app, they'll handle it differently from apparently Halide's been putting a lot into their own raw process. Just because Apple, I think, has hand has changed at least from what I read, changed the way they handle raw photos because of the additional processing they're doing now. So they're changing. They're saying, okay, well, we're going to end up here. That means we need to start a raw back here. That's a little different from the earlier cameras did. Yeah. But I think and I'm I'm kind of going to steal this from Alex Lindsay from um, MacBreak Weekly and other things. Uh, Apple tends to go for the 90-90 rule. You know what makes 90% of the people 90% of the time happy. Right. Which which is going to be I'm going to pick up my phone. I'm going to use the uh, I want to take a picture now. I don't want to mess with settings because. A, I just don't have the time, or B, there's something happening, and I just need to get this picture now, so I'm going to use the default camera, probably just swiping from the right and opening up the camera that way, instead of having to unlock the phone, and okay, yeah, it works, and you take the picture as quickly as possible in case it's like, oh, that's the perfect pose, or 
you know, I don't have time or I don't have the one to do anything more than that. Yeah. I mean, luckily now that we do have the ability, if you want to use Halide and take the time and do a lot of manual and kind of deep dig, that's available now. But I don't think, I think most people still use the default camera app to take their photos. Yeah. And they do all, they mentioned too in their article that the, uh, the front-facing camera hardware is worse than low light than the back-facing camera. And I'm, I'm reading right from it here. The, the selfie cam has a tiny pinky fingernail-sized sensor, which, makes, which means it takes less light, which in turn means more noise and thus more noise reduction. The result is a smoother image, um, which the new smart HDR and computational photography-heavy pipeline smoothens out the image a bit more than in the past. So there's another reason that um, you know Beautygate has a, has reared its ugly head here. Uh, you know the the sensor is much, much smaller. The it's only seven megapixel, I believe, and it's just um, it's not the camera that is on the back. So right, it's it's it's, always, uh, it's, it's been just part way. of it. <clears throat> yeah, I when the front facing cameras first came out. They were horrible. I mean, oh yeah, they, it was. Um, I mean, you had uh, a difference in hue, or uh, you know, it just there was something about the front camera that was it was just awful. I think it was worse than the iPhone three. Um, in in comparisons, the uh, the three the three G something like that. The mm-hmm. 3GS was was a better camera than the first front-facing cameras, even though they may have had close to the same megapixel. But it just there was something about it. I I never liked it. All right. Well, I think when when people use portrait mode, I think they they're better just to use the rear cameras anyway. <laughs> Excuse me, <clears throat> just because. Um, I mean. A selfie is a selfie, and a selfie will always be a selfie. It, it, in my opinion, uh, and this is just me, they're just—I don't know—they're they're gimmicky. They're, they're just a gimmicky thing, and I don't think people should be upset with the quality that is coming out of the 10s out of the selfie camera. Because uh, I mean, if they want to take a good portrait, use the back cameras, and you know they'll be a lot happier. Yeah. Very cool. Hey, Matt. I think he's still there. I am here. Ah, there oh, you are. Hey. <laughs> yeah, we, we... You guys were uh, really on a roll there, so I didn't want to interrupt. <laughs> no, you're fine. Uh, we we introduced you when, uh, you know, when we, all of a sudden you weren't there anymore, but uh, <laughs> we're, we're glad that you're on the show. <laughs> Uh, I didn't know if you had anything to uh, say about it, but uh, if you did, go ahead. If not, we'll move on. No, I don't really think I could add a whole lot more to what you guys already talked about. Um, I do do think, personally, um, some of these issues are, um, in a way, sort of brought on by us demanding you know, more performance and, um, like the press constantly equating, 
you know, these iPhone cameras to DSLRs and, and <laughs> things of that nature. So it's like, how, how do you do that? You know? So we're, we're, we're getting more in depth with this computational stuff. And now we're finding out that even that is going to have not necessarily limitations, but just some, you know, minor problems that we're going to have to overcome. It's a two edged sword. You know, we want it, yet it's working against us at the same time. A little bit. <laughs> I think you're, you hit the nail right on the head, Matt, when you said we're expecting more. Because obviously with every release of a new iPhone, especially a new design, a new model, people are, are I mean, I, sometimes I ask myself, what could they possibly do now? And, you know, sure. when I watched the keynote for the 10S. I was kind of blown away, and the reason I, the reason I went ahead and got it this time instead of waiting another year because I just got my eight plus last year. I usually go every two years, but the reason I got it was because it's what I was hoping for when the ten came out. You know, with with regard to um, speed, and I mean the ten is no slouch by any means. It's 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 an amazingly fast. Um, device. It's got a fantastic camera in it, but um, it's just with the with the auto HDR and, and a few extra things that they've added into the um, to the camera system in the in the Max. Well, I call it the Max because it's the one I have. But in the 10s, um, I was hoping to see some of that last year. Uh, I would have thought that the 10 would have had a better camera than the eight and the eight plus. But the the wide angle camera was identical, so um, this one is what should should what the ten should have had last year. I think uh, that's just my kind of my feeling on it. But you're when you say we're expecting more, I think you're absolutely right. Everybody does expect more, especially from Apple with every new release. Yeah, I mean they set the bar for themselves really high, you know, at the beginning. And, yeah. uh, and, and, you know, that seems to be kind of a common theme in the conversations that happen after the keynotes the last few years is, you know, Oh, you know, I was underwhelmed. Um, or, you know, generally just people are expecting some mind blowing thing to be announced. And, I mean, practically, I just don't think that's sustainable. And, you know, that's just kind of absurd for us to expect that year after year. Yeah, that's right. Uh, I think uh, I think next year, I mean, next year is going to be probably the 11. I don't know what ne they're going to call year, these things going forward. But next year better <clears throat> be mind-blowing. Or I'm done. Exactly, I'm done. right? That's what we're looking for. <laughs> <laughs> oh, don't make me laugh. Oh, my asthma's been acting up this week. Oh, but, no. um, well, you know, the other thing about, about getting my phone this year is I'm back on the S cycle. But mm. you watch two years from now, there'll be no more S. I don't know. Who knows what it'll be? <laughs> We, well, we you know, say that typically the, time, the right? uh, the S cycle has been like when all the, you know, the really big changes come out and, and I don't yeah. think you got that this time around. 
Um, maybe not compared to the ten, but compared to the eight plus, I think I I think I did okay. Yeah, no, it it does almost feel like the ten was almost pulled forward half. It was like they were like, well, we're a half year away, so we can either hold off, you know, a whole year and just come out with something that looks like a, you know, classic iPhone, or we can try to pull ahead what we can, and with the new form factor. Yeah, I mean, the the ten definitely is. An, an upgrade on the the eight or the this you know the seven s it's not mm-hmm. you know yeah. it's not a upgrade to the the plus phones at all um you know i i know i for one i, I miss having like you know the the split screen um you know and i don't know i mean i am a a little bit tempted by the the max because I you know I'd like to have that plus size phone but have that that full screen you know without the bezels that's you know something that I've been wanting for a long time I don't think I'm going to go for it this time around but probably next year for sure and that was the other selling point for me too was the fact that it's just about identical in height and width as the eight plus like almost identical I'm, I'm i'm holding the two side by side right now like face to face here and and i mean to you're talking fractions of a millimeter in difference possibly in width and in in height and and even in thickness uh looks like the looks like the max might be just a wee bit thicker but they're both in they're both in um apple leather cases so you know the case isn't really a factor i don't think but i swear i could probably fit one in the other case if it wasn't for the camera you know the hole for the camera in the back being different right Hmm. cool deal all right um I think we can move on to one more thing. Uh, so you're Dave. You had uh, something yeah. to say about some filters and messages. Yeah. And so just looking at Instagram, uh, I think it was either early today or yesterday. Uh, former guest on the show. Uh, she goes by E to E underscore T O underscore the underscore Lynn on Instagram. Um, had some really neat looking filter on, uh, in the, um, on a picture she took. And I said, Oh, where'd you get? I mean, it was, um, it had a, a comic book look to it, something like out of the, um, Apple clips app. And it, I think it was in her, one of her stories. And it was like, you know, that, that I said, Oh, where'd you get the, um, the filter from? Just because I don't remember seeing it kind of built in because the filters to the built in photo are just kind of, you know, warm, right. cool. And then you get the vibrant and the black and white, but nothing overly creative. She says in the messages app. So if you go to the messages app, um, just take someone like you like you're going to send them a message with a photo. You click at the ca- you can click the camera down below. Now, this only works for the front facing camera. 
Um, but if you click, like I say, you take the camera, like you're going to take a photo, you click the little Apple photo, um, the star, uh, I think it's a, yeah, the star down there and you can pick, and there's a few different, not your standard type Apple filters, but something that's a little bit more creative uh, and you can actually take the picture, save the picture, uh, without having to send it to somebody. So you can actually save it to your it, camera. It works phone. in it works in both cameras, Dave. Uh, it I works only, in both cameras. Does it? Or I only got it yep. on the front facing. Okay, on, maybe it's the 10s thing. I don't know, but it works on both on mine. Okay, yeah, because when I tried, well, no, you're right, you're right. When I tried to do it on the front facing before, it automatically flipped it. But no, so you get some. You get a comic book, a comic book black and white. You get an ink look to it. Uh, a watercolor, a watercolor, black and white thing, your normal kind of other ones. You're vivid and uh, cool and warm. So, you know, it gives you a nice little extra look to it <laughs> and something that's a little bit more on the whimsy side than their normal filters or your normal standard filters. And just another option there that's kind of built in without having to use, you know, if anyone still uses Snapchat or an Instagram filter with the really weird filter, it's just something that's a, l- a little off the ordinary. <laughs> uh, Matt just sent us a uh, picture <laughs> with uh, Mickey Mouse heart. Oh, uh, yeah. <laughs> heart ears. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, that's funny. Yeah, I think my I think I'll have fun with my kids on, on some of those uh, features, yeah. um, sending messages back and forth between my wife and I. Oh, I mean, awesome. admittedly, it's not as much fun as the Memoji or Animoji, but <laughs> it'll work with. <laughs> I think it'll work just with the normal front-facing camera, even without the uh, depth perfection on the front. Yeah. Oh no, <laughs> dude! If you keep doing that, I'm gonna have to post that onto the uh, onto the uh, website. I about to say, oh. we're 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 we're, we're going to be losing um, losing I'm the listeners sh- here. So I, I'm not sure if that's the filters you were talking about or not, but <laughs> there's some good stuff here. Oh my word. All right. Well, cool. Yeah, I'm. I, yeah, it's not my cup of tea, but uh, I imagine there's a lot of uh, people out there that are really going to eat this up. Oh, very cool. All right. Uh, anything else before we move on to post pick of the week? I'll I think we're good. Yep. Other than here. the fact that, other than the fact that Matt. Sometimes some things we just can't unsee, you know. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, yeah. Well, very cool. All right. So here we go. We're going to go ahead and do our post pick of the week. Post pick of the week. All right. Uh, Let's see here. Dave, were you the one that chose the images that we uh, picked? Yep, I did, and this week coming because we're in between weeks, 
um, coming from the um, Instagram. Uh, let's say we're, we're blaming this on that. Um, coming from the Instagram group with the hashtag Tiny Shutter. Uh, this was taken, um, I think, a day or so ago, or maybe earlier today, from, by Daphne Watson. Uh, she also posted it into the um, the Facebook group. So nothing wrong with double posting that way. Uh, it is a, and it kind of, it's really actually it was earlier today. It was ten hours earlier. Uh, really striking. It's a crab spider. And the way it shot the, um, it looks like it's just floating in the middle of the, um, I, I, because of the webbing, I guess, being a little bit hidden, either being too light or not being in focus. Um, it's a, it honestly, it, it just catches the, the color catches the image, what it actually looks like just kind of draws your eye and it's just something really striking. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> no. What, what are your thoughts, Greg? Um, <laughs> I, I'm trying not to look at my phone when Matt sends these yeah. these oh, pictures geez. here. So, <laughs> uh, <clears throat> okay, we're talking about the crab spider. Yes. Yes. Okay. Uh, it's very interesting. Uh, I've never seen a spider like this before in my life, so I was really blown away by it. Uh, just love the love the angle that it was taken on, the color, and the nice bokeh in the background. Uh, I don't know if she has a hashtag for the uh, app that she maybe used, or if any, but she did it with an iPhone 8 Plus. Uh, it doesn't look like there's any hashtags for any macro lenses or anything, but... Um, uh, just a very cool image and nicely composed as well. Yeah, I think uh, I think these spiders are mostly in the southeast. They could be in other places, but we have we have a lot of them here in South Carolina. And she, I think she uh, took this one uh, in Florida. So it it does. Um, don't she? <laughs> um, and and so yeah, uh, it's a pretty cool looking spider. Now I have to say, uh, with having a lot of experience with the experiences with these spiders, I'm constantly walking through their webs when I'm at work. So um, the nice thing is is that they are super small. But I love the colors. I love the um, the uh, I want to say the way this is. Uh, uh, composed because you have the rule of uh, the rule of thirds in place where it's not centered and it's off you know it's off into a uh, different part of the image and um, you know just the colors are just amazing I love the colors and the contrasts so I and the, I, the I colors are very uh, autumn like you know yes. so for us in the northern hemisphere that's, um, that's that's what we're about to experience so that's kind of a cool thing too yeah. Uh, see, what what is uh, what are Matt's thoughts since uh, <laughs> he's sending us all these images? <laughs> I'm really sorry. I'm sorry. No, you're not. No, you're not. 
I'm, I'm ruining the show by making you guys laugh and, and no one knows what you're laughing about. Know, and right. <laughs> there's just so much, so much good stuff here. Um, oh. I, I'm really distracted right now. Yeah. <laughs> <clears throat> um, no, the, the, uh, it's a very interesting spider and I feel like I've seen these before somewhere, but I don't know where I've seen them. Yeah. But like when I saw it, I was like, oh yeah, those things. I've seen one of those before. Um, but yeah, I like it. I, I like how the uh, focus is really just on the spider and pretty much everything else is out of focus. So um, definitely pretty cool. Yeah. It's an awesome image. So congratulations daphne you are our post pick of the week winner if you'd like to be chosen as post pick of the week you can go on to instagram and use the hashtag tiny shutter and uh, right now we're in the middle of our weekly photo challenge that's the other way of being chosen for post pick of the week and uh what is our challenge this week again shadows shadows that's right um how, how do you think we're doing on the shadows uh, i haven't checked lately because i've been just too busy to be on facebook too much but i think there's quite a few coming in good yeah yeah there is there um i don't know how many because i don't have it in front of me but i spent some time yesterday or the day before going through and there is quite a few submissions and a lot of really good stuff there Excellent. We have a, yep, seventy nine comments so far. So you figure that's for especially for one weekend, that's a really good amount of number. Yeah. And most of those comments are photos and not com. Even though they appreciate any comments on photos when people post them, but just a lot of those comments are the photos themselves. Yeah. Yeah, so if you uh, you still have time to get on in on the Shadows Weekly Photo Challenge, and uh, next week we will choose from those images. All right. Well, uh, I think we have ourselves a show. Does anybody think have anything else they wanted to bring up before we go? I think I'm good. Okay. You'll find all of Matt's images on. Uh, no. <laughs> if <laughs> thanks, Dave. Oh my word! Oh my gosh! Okay, I, I tell you what. I think you guys need to make a uh, photo book of this. So. I'm, I'm gonna have to like post these all, like make them all in a post on our Facebook group, so people know. <laughs> What's happening here? I'm really sorry. <laughs> yeah. Oh, my word. Hey, it's hey. not all me, by the way. It's not yes. all me. Dave's in there also. <laughs> it's, but it's not all me. Oh, well, let me go ahead and play this real quick. We came, we saw, we kicked it ass. Barely. All right. Uh, let's go around the room and tell everybody where they can find you. We'll start with you, Matt. <laughs> <laughs> All right. You could uh, check me out on uh, Instagram, IM, Twitter, and the Artful iPhonography community at M. Hoffman Photo. Awesome. Greg. 
You can get me on Twitter at McMillan underscore photo, on Instagram, McMillan photo, on Dayflash with just McMillan, and on the Artful Life Photography community as my name, Greg McMillan. Excellent. Dave. Yeah, you can find me on Twitter and Instagram as Prof Pod and in Artful iPhone Photography in the Facebook group as Dave Podner. Excellent. All right. You can find me on Instagram at Joseph Ferreira. You can find links to our show notes, to our YouTube channel, our Facebook group, and any other things by going to tinyshutter.com. All right. Well, gentlemen, it's uh, been an interesting one. But uh, <laughs> no, I do have to say, if uh, if you do post them on Facebook, uh, everybody go and take a look. If you probably will see it and wonder why those are on Facebook, but uh, after listening to this, you'll understand. So why why we're chuckling in between? So oh, right. and I should say that I I have posted my nighttime picture of uh, of the street scene on Instagram. Oh, cool! We'll check that out. All right. Well, I think we have ourselves a show, so let's say goodnight to everybody. Good night, everybody. Have a great one. Bye-bye. Thank you for listening. If you enjoyed this podcast, head over to iTunes and leave us a review and a five-star rating. See you next week. We're fine. We're all fine here now. Thank you. How are you? Kowalski, what's our trajectory? 95% certain this will end in massive, <laughs> flaming disaster. And the other 5%? Irrelevant, sir. This is a great shot, Mav. I should be a photographer. Haha. <laughs> hey, uh, Craig's, uh, Craig's in the chat. Happy birthday, man. Oh, is he? Hey, happy, happy birthday. birthday. Happy anniversary, all that. Woohoo. Yeah. All right. Happy birthday birthday craig yeah <laughs> yeah we we mentioned it earlier in the show and uh we were like oh craig should have been in the chat for this <laughs> <laughs>